Let's recap a wild weekend and get you some waiver wire ads next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FBT in 5. As always, make sure to follow and stream us on Spotify. Today is Monday, May 24th. I am Frank Sample, joined by Scott White, and let's talk about two of the hottest hitters in all of baseball. Jesse Winker had five home runs over the weekend. Austin Riley had four home runs over the weekend. So, Scott, how far should we be moving Jesse Winker up our rankings? And for Austin Riley, why is this guy not 100% rostered? Yeah, it's it's really been a slow buildup for Riley. He's he's just finally gotten to the point where he's over 75%. As recently as two days ago, he was under 70. And uh, I was having a hard time getting his roster ship to go up. I wrote about him a few times this week. It wasn't happening. But yeah, four home runs later. Uh, his slash line is amazing. Um his, his numbers look great. I mean, the home runs were lagging early on, but he was making better contact. He was walking a lot. Uh, I think I think the breakthrough might finally be here for a player. I think we all pegged as a breakthrough candidate coming into the season, Austin Riley. So yeah, anywhere else he's still available, you need to get him added. Jesse Winker, uh, his slash line for April was um, 370, 414, 679. It's, it's been about the same in May. I don't know how you repeat that stat line from one month to the next. But yeah, Jesse Winker, I would say he's the top 20 outfielder going forward. It looks like the breakthrough has come for him too. Well, if Luis Castillo makes a start, you know that we're going to be talking about it. And against the Brewers this weekend, he allowed five runs over five innings with four more walks. The ERA is now up to 7.61. Castillo, a starting pitcher you might have taken in the second or third round of your fantasy baseball leagues. Where are we at, Scott? Where are we at now on, on Luis Castillo? Well, I'm... Not as enthusiastic as I was after his last start. His last start against the Giants, it really looked like he was he was back on track. He had 11 strikeouts in five innings. His average fastball velocity was back over 97. He was getting a bunch of whiffs again, specifically on the changeup, which has always been his best pitch. This start wasn't as good. This start, I think, is, is reason to say you still need to sit Luis Castillo for the time being, but I'm, I'm not to the point of dropping him yet. I still think, generally speaking, he's on the right track. The velocity was still up on the fastball. He's still got a lot of whiffs uh, on his on all his pitches. Slider, too, which has never been a great swing and miss pitch for him. The walks have been too high uh, in these last two outings, but... But I, I think the stuff looks closer to what we remember it looking like for Castillo. And if it stays there, he's probably going to be okay. Let's hit the waiver wire, particularly in a categories league, Scott. And Brendan Rogers, prospect for the Colorado Rockies, was activated on Friday, played this weekend. Finally, uh, Danny Santana had his contract purchased by the Red Sox. Just a couple of years ago, 28 home runs, 21 steals with Texas Rangers then. And the... Tampa Bay Rays made a trade on Friday, which uh, opened up playing time for prospect Taylor Walls. All three of these gentlemen have a power-speed combination. So between Rodgers, Santana, and Taylor Walls, how how would you rank those guys in Category League? Yeah, I'm not really counting on that for Walls. He stands out mostly for on-base percentage and defense. And they were all disappointed that he was the one who got the call when they traded Willie Adamas and not uh, Wander Franco or even Vidal Brujan, for that matter. In fact, I'd still be rostering both Fran- Franco and Brujan Overwalls, He'd be the third of that group for me. I'm pretty excited about Brendan Rodgers, actually. Coors Field at his disposal, uh, former big-time prospect, finally getting a chance to play regularly. 
I, I think he could break through in a big way. And Danny Santana, you look at his 2019 numbers, he's a 2020 guy, hit the ball incredibly hard, not great plate discipline, uh, but we all kind of wrote him off because he was bad in 2020. He was dealing with an elbow injury. It turned out to be pretty bad. That's that's what he's been recovering from all this time. He was great at AAA leading up to this promotion, though, and homered a couple times, stole a base and over the weekend. So I think uh, Danny Santana, at least in, in Roto Leagues, needs to be picked up again. Who would you rather have between Rodgers and Santana if you could only choose one? Rodgers. Okay. Let's look at some starting pitchers. All three of these guys had pretty good starts over the weekend. Shane McClanahan, James Caprillion, and Brady Singer. How would you rank those three, Scott? Right how you had them, actually. McClanahan, then Caprillion, then Brady Singer. Uh, yeah, Caprillion's the most widely available by far. And he's 27 now, but former top prospect. He had some arm troubles in recent year that really delayed his arrival, but he's he's looked good in, in two starts. Uh, there were like nine days in between them, so we weren't really sure how he's going to follow up that first outing, but a nine-strikeout effort, uh, getting all the swinging strikes you'd, you'd, you'd want to see. And um, he's really pitcher eligible in points leagues, so I'm pretty excited about Caprillion. Yep, both Caprillion and Shane McClanahan have SPARP eligibility for those who play in points leagues on CBS. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, your smart speakers, or anywhere else podcasts are found. And thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. If you enjoyed the pod, please leave a five-star review on Apple. We'll be back again tomorrow morning. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.